It's game day, and this is the home of Scottish football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good afternoon and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on Scottish Cup third round weekend. All the big guns are involved, 13 ties to be completed before the end of today. One of them is Celtic v Falkirk as the hoops move closer to Eddie Howe becoming their new manager. Rangers COVID-5 will be free to play against Cove tomorrow after that appeal. I'm Gordon Duncan, joining me in the studio is Alex Ray, Mark Wilson and Hugh Keevans. The cup weekend's off to a proper start. The first Premiership side went out last night. When uh, Ross County lost to Inverness Cali Thistle Aberdeen They are seconds away from getting past Dumbarton Just It took them until 7 minutes from time To score what was only their second goal In 11 games Callum Hendry Getting what should be the winner For the Dons But plenty to get your teeth into this afternoon Partick Thistle are at Tannadice Believing in Omens They won the Scottish Cup in 1921 They won the League Cup in 1971 Can they win the Scottish Cup in 2021? No If there's going to be a shock It'll come at one of three places Fort Martin Where Motherwell are the visitors Stenhouse Muir Where Killy are walking the tightrope Or at the Tony Macaroni Where Livy take on Wraith Rovers Five goals against them Fermanagh in midweek The game watched In the presence of A legend Who won trophies With Wraith Rovers 27 years ago Will there be dancing In the streets of Wraith Tonight He's excited this afternoon yeah. I can tell That was longer than usual Which means he's up for it This afternoon And rightly so Mark the This round of the Scottish Cup is always one of the highlights of our footballing calendar. Yeah, certainly is where the the big guns come in. You know there is upsets to be had, and looking across the fixtures today, I, I reckon there will be. Hughes touched on a few of them there. I reckon there will be some upsets. The way football has went with no fans in the stadium has proved that anything can happen. I think that might be the case today, and what a day we've got for it here, especially in the central belt where the sun is shining. Aberdeen already through, just beating Dumbarton. Can the other big guns make uh, light work of some of the, the smaller teams in the yeah, tournament? Looking forward to it. Some interesting games, Gordon. Clyde having played four games. This will be the fourth game this week already. Can they turn over there? Broader Rangers will fancy their chances on the back of beating Hearts. You've got Dundee St Johnson, local kind of derby. Dundee Thistle, Ian McCoggan back up his old team looking to turn them over. Aki St Mirren, tight affair a couple of weeks ago. Who'll come out on top there? Celtic. Later on today Rangers tomorrow I'm looking forward to plenty of upsets It is all happening And you can join us Throughout the afternoon On Twitter You can give us a call Later on On the open line As well Let's not hang around though Because we've got Various games To get through this afternoon 13 ties on Saturday uh, One's already done Dumbarton nil Aberdeen 1 Callum Hendry's goal Settling it uh, For Paul Sheeran's side Celtic is later on So let's get stuck into Some of today's fixtures That kick off at 3 o'clock where will we go first? Uh, what about an all-premiership tie to get us going? Hamilton St Mirren with Fraser Wishart. Yeah, you guys were talking there about the highlight of the season. It's a big day when the big guns come into the draw and the smaller clubs get a chance to play against the premiership clubs. But of course the draw has meant that two teams here that know each other really well are playing against each other. And I think they've rather have avoided playing each other, especially as they played only two weeks ago with that dramatic ending when young Aki's midfield player Kyle Monroe came off the bench to score a late equaliser. Of course, it gave his team that vital point, but also meant that Mun missed out on the valuable top six place in the prize money and the prestige 
that goes with that. But games this season between the two have been very tight with a few goals. 2-1-1 draws and a St Mirren 1-0 victory here early on in the season. So I don't expect a goal fest or an easy victory for either team because there's not too much between them. For Aki's this might not have as much as importance as perhaps for the Saints. Of course Aki's will want to win it but they have five huge Premiership games to stay in the league between now and the end of the season. But that said, Brian Rice has actually picked a pretty strong team so maybe thinks if they can win Cup games it will help them in their quest to stay in the Premiership Division. Simon, they've had two weeks to recover from that top six disappointment. Must have been a real hammer blow for the players and for Jim Goodwin. They were almost there a couple of minutes and they were in the top six. But of course now they can focus a wee bit more on the Scottish Cup and they reached the semis of the League Cup earlier on this season. So they'd fancy a cup run to keep their season going. So hopefully both teams can relax. No league pressure, no pressure of staying in divisions and maybe give us a game with plenty of goals. Just two changes from the game. Fortnight a goal for Hamilton Aki's Ben Sterling and Callum Smith are on the bench and David Moyo and Ronan Hughes come in and goal hero Kel Monroe stays on the bench. They go with a 4-4-1-1 formation. Ryan Fulton in goals. Back for Lee Hodson, Aaron Martin, Brian Easton and Scott McMahon. Across the middle, Ronan Hughes, Scott Martin. Uh, Hakim Odafan and David Moyo with Ross Callahan and just off the front man Bruce Anderson. Kyle Gourley, Ryan Scully, Ben Sterling, Jamie Hamilton, George Stanger, Kel Monroe and Callum Smith are the seven subs for Hamilton. Two changes for them as well. Richard Tate and Kel McAllister drop to the bench. Ethan Erahon and Dylan Connolly come into the team. They go for a 3-4-1-2 formation. Jack Anakin goals. Marcus Fraser, Conor McCarthy and Joe Shocknessy at the back. Across the middle, Dylan Connolly, Jake Doyle-Hayes, Ethan Erahon and Ilkay Dumas with Jimmy McGrath just behind the two strikers Lee Irwin and John Obika a full squad of nine subs for St Mirren Dean Linus Richard Tate Daniel Finlayson Ryan Flynn Dylan Reid Cammy McPherson Jay Henderson Kyle McAllister and Christian Dennis and the referee today is Ewan Anderson I love Fraser I think he brings so much what do you make of that, Fraser? That's what that's what was getting said about you during the week. You just play that again, just to let it sink in, because I know he get, I know he gives you stick on this show. I love Fraser. I think he brings so much. That brings a tear to my eye. Aye, but what's he talking about? Is he just talking about bring so much for me? Pick him up and take him to a game, or buy him a pint or something? I don't know. It does Gordon Deal? I love him? Fraser. I think he brings so much. You want to clear that up for us? Is that me? <laughs> I didn't even know that was me. I love, I love Fraser I think he brings so much That was you on Thursday night Everybody heard it Was it Ryan Fraser you were talking about? Oh it was Ryan Fraser <sighs> Yeah I thought, Certainly I thought, not Fraser Wisher I thought it was Wisher God. I thought after all this time Oof. You give the guy dogs abuse every week I thought you had finally turned over a new leaf And we're about to no, give him some praise And you happen. take it away Honestly Yeah never going to happen Gordon But He's alright that Wisher But uh, Ryan Fraser's my man Yeah nah, I'm not convinced I think it's Wisher all day long Are you getting the shock there Gordon That's the The question yeah, the guys are I, asking I, In the studio Livingston Wraith Rovers Well I've got to say I love uh, Hugh Fraser. You love Fraser. I, yeah, I love Fraser I love the fact of uh, This game this afternoon Because I think it will Be an absolute cracker uh, Wraith come here Full of confidence uh, I watched them on Tuesday night Gordon In the derby against Infermont And they were Absolutely fantastic they were absolutely brilliant they were a credit to the championship they've got some good experience in there they've got a good shape about them um, and they've got 
guys that can go and win cup ties. And I'm looking for a... Would it be a big surprise, would it be? Because I think Livingston, because looking at their team, they've went full strength from the, the last game they played here against, I think it was Hibs 1-1. Now, they have met in the cup before last year, and Livingston ran out 3-1 winners. But I just think there's a difference with this John McGlynn's team. I think they're a very good football inside. They've got Jamie Cullen up front on loan from Hibs. Get two on Tuesday night. He'll be fully confident. They've got good young players in the middle of the park and you know guys like Vaughan Brad Spencer obviously his famous dad John Spencer um, Kai Kennedy in loan from Rangers uh, Regan Henry who you know is a terrific talent everybody in Kirkcaldy talks about this boy Livingston will need to be at the top of their game and also everybody talks about coming to Livingston difficult because of the pitch Wraith Rovers train and play in AstroTurf every single day so I think I'm in for an absolute cracker I'm just uh, glad that you're there Hugh Evans. I got the most worrying phone call from him On the way in where he said I'm playing a game I might not be there by the start of the show He says <laughs> I'm, I'm playing a game I'm going to try and find it without the sat-nav Now we know this guy struggles with Various everyday yes. tasks So to get there without the sat-nav That's the first, that's the first success yeah, of the afternoon We'll get him a wee badge like a boy scout uh, but Very I think much a success, boys. I think uh, Gordon could be at the game where the, the shock occurs because you know that it's no mean feat taking five off the the Fairland and uh, you know the, the race rovers have been going very well. They they must think that they could have been closer to Hearts, a Hearts side who are blowing hot and cold in the championship, but. I just think that they mm. could take care of Livy today There is no upside to the stadium being empty Apart from, at least it gives you a quieter afternoon If you had to fight your way through your adoring Wraith fans To get to that press box Things could have got messy We wouldn't have got you on for the start of the show So I'm delighted you're here Now all that's left, just tell us who's playing today Well, uh, both sides line up with the same formation, Gordon Which is not surprising uh, I'll go with the home side They go 4-2-3-1 McCrory and goals Back for a Devlin Fitzwater Guthrie and Longridge Two holding midfield players Bartley and Holt Three in front Sybil Pittman and Forrest And that main man up front The Jet J. Emmanuel Thomas For Wraith Rovers The exact same team No surprise From Tuesday night's Terrific 5-1-1 Jimmy McDonald Will win goals Tumulty Musonda Benedictus And McDonald Two sitting will be Matthews and Henry. The three in front will be Spencer, Vaughan and Kennedy. And that man who scored two goals, Jamie Gullen, on loan from Hibs up top. And the referee is Bobby Madden. Yeah, we're today. looking forward to that one, Livy Wraith Rovers. Let's go to Dundee United, Partick Thistle and speak to Roger Hanna. Yeah, and listen, there's two divisions separating these sides now, but it did meet Gordon four times in the league only last season. United took ten points from Thistle in those games. They won the championship, as you know, as the Jags plunged down into League One. So there's now, when they meet again, there's fully 18 places between these two sides. United comfortable, eighth in the top flight, and Thistle fourth in the third tier. And the fact that Ian McCall's men return to those promotion playoff places in midweek, it has had an impact. They shuffle the pack today, seven changes from the side that drew 2-2 at Fur Hill with Forford on Tuesday and they really have got one eye Ian McCall tells you himself one eye on East Fife on Tuesday night the priority for them is to get back to the Championship um, part of the shuffle is because the lads have signed the Lowland League loanees Chris Erskine Stevie Bell Andy Gegan they're all cup tied having played for their clubs in the earlier rounds they miss out um, that means no return to Tannerys for Erskine and Bell two former United players but there is of course a return here for McCall the manager did two years at the helm of United between 2003 2005 it took them to the dizzy heights of fifth in the top flight and of course 
Since then, he's had more success at Air United when one of his key men was Lawrence Shankland, who he comes up against today. I think 63 goals in, for Shankland in two seasons under McCall at Somerset Park. So he starts today. A couple of changes for United from the side to beat Aberdeen in the new firm derby two weeks ago. There's a rare start for Dennis Mehmet in goal. And also Luke Bolton comes in at right back. No place for Liam Smith today. Another who played under McCall at Air United. As you mentioned, the Jags, they, they won the Cup, Scottish Cup, 100 years ago. And they'll wear special commemorative strips today for today's third round tie to mark and remember the team that won in 1921 and it's also 50 years since that famous League Cup win so could there be some cup magic for Thistle today United will just get through the teams United Dennis Mehmet in goal it's a back four of Luke Bolton Ryan Edwards Mark Reynolds and Jamie Robson midfield Jandro Fuchs Ian Harks Callum Butcher and Adrian Sporler in the front two Mark McNulty up there with Lawrence Shanklin on the bench it's Sigrist Connolly and Pollitt Clark Chalmers and a Perry Bisland Walker and Kerr Smith as for Thistle, as we say, seven changes from that midweek team, but they still look a decent, a decent looking side that could give United trouble if they can get going. It's Kieran Wright on loan from Rangers and goals. A back four of Kieran McKenna, Darren Brownlee, Mohamed Niang, and Richard Foster. Three in midfield, Shea Gordon, the skipper Ross Doherty and Stuart Bannigan, and the three up front, Scott Tiffany, who of course scored last Saturday, Airdrie in his debut after this loan move from Livingston. He's up with Brian Graham and Joe Carter on the bench. Sneddon, Penrise, Lyon. Rodden, Williamson and Rodden, Murray, McIver and O'Coley. The referee is Stephen McLean. And I know you like a start, Gordon. Hugh tried to cut my grass early with this start about 100 years ago. But here's one for you. Thistle haven't won a Scottish Cup tie at Tannadice since 1930. They won 3-0 in the last 16 and they went all the way to the final. Only to lose in a replay to a Rangers side that included the famous Bob McPhail and Davy Meekle, John. John Torbett scored the Jags goal. Hugh Keevans was in the press box. I was going to say, I'm surprised he didn't remember it. He told me earlier on that he was he was there and it must have slipped his mind. Let's go to Oakle View. Stenhouse Muir against Kelly. I wonder if there's a potential shock there, Andrew McLean. Yeah, this one really has a, a feel of a real Scottish Cup tie, doesn't it? It's League 2 against Premiership. The sun is out. And as you say, it's the, it's the type of match that a lot of people will pinpoint and look towards as having the potential to be a cup shock. But Kilmarnock will come here with the confidence of that big win that they had before the international break. They've got a big, you know, a full string side out really today. And they'll feel that this is potentially a chance for them to fill their boots, get themselves in the right mood for getting back to league action and getting out of that relegation scrap. This also kicks off a ridiculous fixture schedule for Stenhouse Muir as well, because this is the first of five games in 11 days. After today, they play Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, then Tuesday again. So there's a lot for Davy Irons to consider in this run-in, especially when they're trying to get into that top five for the split towards the end of the League 2 season. And as I said, you know, Kilmarnock in that relegation scrap at the moment. Tommy Wright, he's got a great relationship with the competition, of course, with his time at St. Johnson. And he said this week that the Scottish Cup can be a help rather than a distraction to them in the run. And he's hopeful that good results in this competition can then transfer over into the Premiership campaign where they're looking to stave off those bottom two places in the Premiership. As for team news, it's uh, Paddy Martin who starts in goal for Stenhouse Muir, a back four of Jonathan Tiffany, Chris Kane, Ryan Blair and Callum Yates, the midfield four Jack Hodge, Callum Tapping, David Hopkirk and Thomas Collins with Mark McGuigan and Botty Biabi up top. The substitutes Erskine, Fairley, Halloran, McQueen, Grigger, Shields, Waters and McCracken. As for Kilmarnock, well, just the one change for them, Aaron McGowan drops out and Ross Millen comes in for them so Colin Doyle starts in goal the back four Ross Millen Zek Medley Kirk Broadfoot and Brandon Hornstrup it'll be Gary Dicker and Alan Power as the two holding midfielders Chris Burke Rory McKenzie and Mitch Pinnock 
in behind the inform Kyle Lafferty. The substitutes Rogers, McGowan, Rossi, Waters, Tishpola, Malumbu, uh, Warnock, Whitehall, and Kibamba. The referee here at Oakleview is Greg Aitken. Uh, looking forward to that one. Any chance of a, a shock there, Hugh, or is the the sign of life we saw from Kilmarnock before the the break convinced you otherwise? I think that uh, with Lafferty and Burke in the kind of form that they're in at the moment, uh, Rory McKenzie as well. I have to fancy Kelly strongly to win against the Warriors. Where is the shock coming then? If you're going to pick one, Wraith Rovers for me. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Just because how they were midweek. Uh, how they were playing Livy maybe have went off the boil in recent weeks uh, To what they were You could see Wraith Rovers But maybe your side Gordon Oh behave yourself Long yeah. travel, long way to go and mm. I'm going to go for Broder again Gordon I think they can beat uh, Stranraer I know it's you know it's, mm. the levels are no great But I think there could be an upset there But the score's not coming till Tuesday so it's a long way away. Is that Tuesday? <laughs> no, no, he's 308 miles. Oh, That's we'll what he's referring to. We'll get the score about Tuesday. 308 miles. I went to the trouble of looking it up this morning. 308. What time do they have to set off to, to get there this morning? Well, Tuesday. Yeah. I think is the answer to that. Uh, we're going to give you team news from Fort Martin Motherwell very soon in terms of the games that we are not featuring this afternoon. There are loads of fixtures to get through. Air United, Clyde, East Fife, Morton, Alex mentions, Broderstrand, Rar, four for Edinburgh City, um, Dundee St Johnston. So the draw, is, the draw is there for some of these teams if they want to try and get past similar opposition. But at this stage on a Saturday, you should know the drill. But if you're joining us for the first time, we always get all the guys involved. And we look back on some of the week's biggest talking points. We'll do that next. The team with the biggest support in Glasgow and the West. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson, Alex Ray in the studio. We've got the top team all around the grounds. We will look at some of the week's biggest talking points in just a moment. Let's give you the final piece of team news from our featured matches, though, for Martin against Motherwell. Here's Dave Galloway. Thanks, Gordon. The pandemic called time on the Highland League campaign this week, but here are for Martin United going into the biggest match in their history. For Martin, have a good record against SPFL opposition in this competition, having knocked out the likes of Clyde for and Annan and feel that if they're at the best and Motherwell have an off day then you never know that's the magic and intrigue of the Scottish Cup Motherwell have had to stew for a while after entering the international break on the back of a 4-1 hiding by Kilmarnock so are clearly keen to put that right by kick-starting a Scottish Cup run this afternoon they're overwhelming favourites, of course, as were Hearts against Brora, but that huge upset will surely have the well ensuring there's no complacency whatsoever here at sunny North Lodge Park. We'll come to the Motherwell team in a moment, but um, for Martin, make the one change. In comes Cole Anderson for uh, Aaron Norris. So they, like, they line up uh, Kevin Main in goals, outfield players Jonathan Crawford, Stuart Smith, Stuart Anderson, Craig McEwen, Darren Kelly, Graham Roger, Cole Anderson, Gary Wood, Jonathan Smith and Dan Park. Substitutes uh, McDonald, uh, Lyle, Fraser, Lawrence, Lawson, Greg. Gethins and Norris As for Motherwell they make uh, four changes uh, In come Declan Gallagher, Nathan McGinley Stephen Lawless and Chris Long Out drop Ricky Lamy, Jake Carroll Barry Maguire and Tony Watt 
so they will line up today. Liam Kelly in goals at the back, Stephen O'Donnell, Tyler McGloyer, Declan Gallagher and Nathan McGinley. Midfield, Stephen Lawless, Robbie Crawford and Alan Campbell. Up front, Jordan Roberts, Devante Cole and Chris Long. Substitutes, Chapman, Carroll, Lamy, Hasty, Maguire, Mugabe, Polworth, Cornelius and Foley. And your match referee for Martin United against Motherwell, it's Mike Roncone. Thank you to Dave Galloway As promised let's take a look at some of the biggest talking points From Scottish football this week Or certainly in the last couple of days It started with an international break We finished it on a high After some frustrating uh, results And then much of the discussion Roger Hanna became about the Celtic managerial vacancy And Eddie Howe I'll stick you right on the spot to kick us off Is he going to be Celtic's next manager? Yes, he has. I would expect an announcement at some stage in the next seven days, Gordon. Um, I'm not convinced you'll see him in Glasgow before the end of the season. I would expect John Kennedy would very possibly see the season out um, and then Eddie Howe will take charge from that point onwards. Um, he'll have a backroom staff to put together. He will have uh, possibly the biggest squad overhaul in modern times at Celtic Park, um, starting by finding a new captain with Scott Brown heading for Aberdeen, of course. And all this against a backdrop of change up the stairs as well, with Dominic Mackay coming in this summer to replace Peter Lawwell. So it is going to be a revolution at Celtic Park this season, this summer I should say and Dermot Desmond sees Eddie Howe as the man to preside over that revolution in the football department What do you make of that then as a potential appointment you expect it to happen, very different the names that have been mentioned Eddie Howe, Roy Keane, they're, they're very different characters take Neil Lennon who the predecessor, very different again what, what do you make of this as a, a direction to go in? Um, well, listen, it's, it's the direction that the Celtic board have decided they want to go in. Um, the immediate question, I think, from a, lo- a lot of Celtic supporters have phoned in is, if Eddie Howe was the man to take the club forward, why is it taking so long for it to happen? He hasn't been working. He's been out of work since he left Bournemouth uh, last, late last summer. Um, why didn't he come in 48 hours after Neil Lennon left? But, listen, that that's the past. The future is that he's going to be the Celtic manager. Um, we are only in the first week in April. Next season doesn't start till the end of July, so he does have time to look at that rebuild, to look at the backroom staff, to look at the playing personnel, to appoint a new captain, to bring in the new signings, and, of course, to, to deal with issues like... Odson Edwards' future, Ryan Christie's future, Christopher Ayer's future, Olivier and Cham's future. What happens with the lone players? Not the ones going back, but the ones coming back into the club, like Bio and Schwed and Jack Henry and people like that. And also, the lone players who are leaving, d- does he want to try and do something with the likes of Mohamed El Yunusi, who scored, I think, 16 or 17 goals for Celtic this season? Could he have a future beyond going back to Southampton at the end of the season? So it is going to be. A very full-on job for Eddie Howe. Nothing like he has ever seen before at Bournemouth or Burnley. Mark Wilson, I live a sheltered existence. All of my football experience comes from this show, whether it's the phone lines, whether it's Twitter. And my guess would be that most, I couldn't put a number on it, most Celtic fans will be happy if this appointment gets over the line. Yeah, I think so. I think out of all the names that have been mentioned, Eddie Howe's was one of the first because he was out of job, but he was appealing to Celtic supporters. Now, of course, there are Celtic fans who question if he could handle the pressure up here. It's very different to managing a Bournemouth or a Burnley. But I think the overall majority, like what they've saw in the past from Eddie Howe, like the project where he took Bournemouth from 
You know the bottom leagues in England All the way through to the Premiership And sustained it And they could see how he worked with young players That mm. ticks the box uh, For a lot of Celtic fans If they appointed How interesting what Roger said there You know he wouldn't He would expect an announcement maybe in seven days But he wouldn't expect him to come here um, And he would expect maybe John Kennedy to carry on You know I would, I would like to see him here just now Because of the reasons Roger says here About the players who could be heading out the door. Edward, Christie, Ayer. If Eddie Howe does come in and they see him working on a day-to-day basis, no pressure on your results to the end of the season, but you can have a chance of persuading these guys to buy into what you believe in for next season. If he comes at the start of the season, it may be too late for these players and they may already have ideas of leaving the club. So that's why I think if he is appointed this week, he should come in this week. You need serious men for serious times And Celtic are in a serious position Because Rangers have uh, overhauled them And they have taken the championship For the first time in 10 years Eddie Howe is a serious football manager Can he handle Glasgow? Can he handle the job of overhauling Rangers Who are a well-oiled machine? Uh, The infrastructure is there for Steven Gerrard The players are there for Steven Gerrard uh, we can see by their performances this season that Rangers are deserved champions. That begs the question of how long will Eddie Howe get? Uh, you know, if he doesn't win the title in the first season, I don't think that that should mean that automatically Celtic look for another change because the journey that he has got to go on, as Roger has pointed out, uh, is one of almost taking the club from scratch and trying to make them champions again. So. He, he shouldn't be judged on one season But this is the West of Scotland If he's not successful in the second season He will be judged I said this last night Alex I'm yeah. not sure it's wise to look at the escape route for Eddie Howe Before he's even got here yeah, we, can almost, we, can, we can worry about that at, at some point in the future He's not even in the door yet Roger's saying he will be appointed What would you make of that? I think it's a massive... Job first and foremost Gordon I think Mark makes a really valid point In terms of Get him in the door ASAP This Recruitment uh, Needs taken care of The the three players Ayer, Christie and Edward Either re-sign Or you Potentially start putting out feelers to, to try and punt them in the, in the summer I would put McGregor into that bracket as well But he's been there a long time He looks a bit stale to me Potentially may well uh, Be suitors down the road I know that uh, Brendan Rodgers Tried to get him last year then you have to look at the players who are the fringe players, Gordon. So you look at Barkas, Ayeti, Klamala, Bolingoli, it's Tom Rogic, time up at Celtic, has beat on into that mix as well. So they're potential guys going out the door. You cannot wait to the summer and then reassess all this. Mm. Then you have the loan market that will automatically go back. You have Duffy, Elanusi, Kennedy, Laxalt. Uh, so then you have all this to put into the mix. Then you have to find a director of football when he comes in. You can't wait to the summer either, Gordon, because there's uh, mentions of the boy Richard Hughes. Used to play at Pompey uh, Got a decent grounding Played in America as well Has he got experience for that role? I'm not too sure But in terms of what Eddie Howe brings to the table He has a philosophy I played against his teams when he was at uh, Bournemouth In about 2014-15 when I was at Blackpool He likes to get his full backs forward Very structured Hands-on manager And he has to get in the door sooner or later This waiting to the summer mm. just does not work. There are some decisions that will be taken out of his hands I mean, Odson Edward has to be sold because he's going to run down his contract And that is commercial suicide for Celtic They have to sell Odds and Edwards So 
Eddie Howe would appreciate that uh, you have to make the most of your, your assets and not let Edward leave the club for nothing. But, but he makes a good point then, Hugh, because see if he comes in and you say, this manager can take me, a, you know, a new manager, a fresh start, a fresh approach. Now, I take your point on that some of these guys are making noises prior to that, but when they see the style and what he brings, it might give them a chance to increase the contract, but, but it, maybe not. But to go back to the, the McGregor point, I understand what you're saying, he's the most overworked player in Europe, but... Uh, Eddie Howe can't have everything sold from underneath him Edward will be sold because it makes commercial sense But he must be given a base from which to work And that means Christie, McGregor and players like that Yeah, Fraser Wisher, again, we're probably getting a couple of months ahead And looking at the size of the job at, at this stage, in the very early stages of it Does that strike you as being a wise appointment, a wise move for Celtic? Well, for me, I think uh, in the past couple of years, the Celtic board have been accused of, by supporters of, of uh, not investing in the team, of doing things on the cheap. I think that was unfair to Neil Lennon, but that was the view that they brought the manager in on, on the cheap after losing Brendan Rodgers. For me, Eddie Howe is a, is a premiership manager, so therefore they are giving him a good salary, but it's not just about that. Eddie Howe would have sat with Dermot Desmond and said, OK, how much money am I going to get to rebuild this team? And the guys have gone through it player by player earlier on. It's a huge job over, over the summertime. So Eddie Howe's not going to come in without a decent budget. So it seems to me behind the scenes very hopeful for Celtic supporters that the board are going to invest heavily in getting a team together because they were accused of falling asleep at the wheel. All sorts of phrases being used. And Dermot Desmond, when he steps in to make this kind of appointment, it's similar to, 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 to a Brendan Rodgers appointment. Premiership manager, you've got to give the guy uh, a whole load of money to invest in the team. So, so I think Celtic supporters, whether they take Teddy Howe or not, the investment there by the club is going to be there. But we're only three months away from, from the start of next season. I know it sounds daft, we're talking about this season, it's not even finished. But to the, the early starts in the Champions League, we know how important the money is in the Champions League. Celtic have to start a bit earlier than Rangers because Rangers won the league. You know, there's some, some real riches there, you know, some big games coming, coming up as well. So I agree with, uh, I think it was Mark that said about the, the, te the technical director, director of football, he needs to come in as well very quickly. I would get Eddie Howe up here if he's not taking the team, in and around the team, so he's getting to know some of the players, who's he want to keep, and getting to know the backroom staff as well. So for me, it's a, it's a good appointment, and the behind the scenes, I'm just guessing, but I think there's going to be a big investment in Celtic over the summer. They have to, because they've got a lot of rebuilding to, to do to catch Rangers. Gordon Deal, nothing is this simple, but if we were to, to sort of strip it back a little bit and look at the... Obvious advantage If you like Of Eddie Howe Or the, the thing That's in his favour the, the reason that he Tends to get praised Is He's meant to be A very good coach The style of football Alex mentions it Being able to build That team Improve players Progress So that would be The cause for optimism If you're a Celtic fan And maybe If if there is a cause For concern It would be that How are you going to Handle Glasgow Because not many People in football Have operated In an environment Where you simply Have to win every game yeah, they say, when you talk about Eddie Howe, they seem to have the same opinion uh, with Brendan Rodgers, very hands-on, very good man-manager, loves to go you know, onto the training ground and working things. I think he's a good appointment, Gordon. I totally agree with what the guys are saying there. This is a massive, massive job that Celtic have got, and he's got to be in the building. He's got to be in the building quickly. The minute he gets appointed, he should be in the following week, starting on Monday, whatever it may be. The interesting thing is his backroom staff. Now, John Kennedy and Gavin Strachan look like they may stay there, which I find surprising, not because of the, the, their abilities to coach, because everybody will tell you John Kennedy is an absolute terrific coach and he's been at Celtic a long time. I just wonder if Eddie Howe looked at it and thought, 
I would like a clean sweep, you know, top to bottom, get in there, start something different and go forward. But he seems to be set on saying, well, you know, I'm quite happy to work with John Kennedy, I'm quite happy to work with Gavin Strachan, which is very unusual for a guy of the standard of our Premier League manager coming in, because he usually brings about four or five guys and beside him, you look at over uh, the, uh, across the city Stephen Gerrard when he come up the first thing he done was he got his own backroom staff in there as quickly as he possibly could so uh, it's just an interesting one with his backroom staff with John Kennedy and Gavin Strachan probably staying there as well but I think Eddie Howe for the Celtic fans is a good appointment I agree with you you look at transfer windows I think he'll get three transfer windows um, which will obviously be summer January and then the summer so his first year I think will be a settling in period he could go and win trophies of course he could but after that I think that's when the pressure comes on that's when he'll know what managing a club the size of Glasgow Celtics all about OK we'll leave that there because there's plenty of more time to come this afternoon and if you want to join in on that topic on Twitter you can do it all afternoon and then of course later on the open line will be here but it is Scottish Cup third round weekend it's one of the best weekends in the Scottish football calendar and we're going to go back around the grounds next the winning team all season long. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Building up to kick off in the Scottish Cup this afternoon, some fantastic fixtures. And before we go any further, Fraser Wisher, what is what is happening here? Because I'm looking at these three actually empty-handed. Usually they'll come in providing the goods, biscuits, something, nothing this afternoon. And you've been given an Easter egg by the good folk at Hamilton Ackies just for being there. Yeah, I'd have brought you in an Easter egg, obviously, Gordon, to suck up a wee bit. But uh, the good people, Marcus, who, who we all know in, in the media side, is absolutely brilliant here at Hamilton Ackies. And they've given all the press guys a nice Easter egg. So uh, oh, it's got my name on it, sadly. So it means I can't give it to my missus because then she'd know what <laughs> but, uh, Clubs are not daft, um, Fraser. Yes, a bit of, bit of favourable coverage. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you know, you know Marcus well. Gordon is a great guy, and uh, he's always very helpful here. So uh, I don't know if it'll last the ninety minutes though. It's looking a bit tasty, and if the game's not too good, then I might just open up and get stuck into it. Nice, yeah, nice uh, cream f- f- Full time Ham- Hamilton nil, Saint Mirren five. But the Aki's were brilliant. They were robbed. It's <laughs> an injustice, all because Fraser got his cream egg Easter egg. I'm out of this conversation because I don't like chocolate. Well, you must eat this time of year. I don't care. What, what do people get you for Easter? I'm not telling you. <laughs> very <laughs> mysterious. Come in the red variety, does it, Hugh? Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, anyone else? I don't know if you can compete with that. We'll stick there for the meantime on a footballing sense. Fraser, this fixture, just a, a cruel reminder of the last time they met in St Mirren and missed out on that top six spot. Mm. Yeah, I, mean, I think it'll be a long two weeks, the last couple of weeks for St Mirren, because all the talk for weeks leading up to it and uh, Tony Fitzpatrick in the media and everybody talking about what a great achievement it would be for St Mirren to get top six and... They were there, they were there, and they just lost that late goal with Kelman Rose. Johnson beat Ross County 1-0, and there was two goals difference for, for St Mirren, so a big blow for them. I think for players it's prestige, but also you, you know that your bonus is a top six bonus, you can't go lower than six, and also the prize money for the club as well. So they've got to pick themselves up and try and get a good cup run as, as well. They know they're safe in the league. As well. I think Aki's uh, more important games coming up in the league, but Brian Rice has still picked a very... Strong team, but when you look at St Mirren's team, they've certainly they're going for it. You know, they've got the back three, they've got Jay Doyle, Hayes, and Erehon just sitting in front of it. But the other five are all attackers. Connolly and Dumas are the wing backs with the emphasis on wing, very pacey, very direct. They usually play as forwards, and then they've got Jim McGrath just off Lee Irwin and John Obika. So, so it's, uh, Jim Goodwin is certainly going to go for it, and I just hope the boys can relax on the field of play. No pressure about league. Uh, games at all league points then go and give us a few goals so I've seen a couple of these games this season and they've been very tight with not a lot of great football played in it so I'm hoping for a few goals today Gordon 
Gordon Dale, they're not dishing out Easter treats at the Tony Macaroni, are they? We have pizza for you. No, unfortunately. That, no. I think that's the last thing that Wisher needs an Easter egg, to be honest with you, Gordon. But we'll move on from that. The Wraith Rovers have been dealt a blow. Uh, I've just heard there have been a, a late change. Kieran McDonald, that Mark and I know very well, uh, we had him at Airdrie, terrific left back, the boy. Uh, unfortunately, he's uh, pulled up in the warm up. So uh, Ian Davison will come in as a replacement. Uh, Ian Davison's been there since oh, yeah, I was there as a manager. He's a long-serving player. He was been the captain of the club and everything. So a bit of experience come back in. But that's a bit of a blow for Wraith because McDonald is a big part of what they do, and he set up a few goals uh, on Tuesday night. So they'll certainly miss him. Um, Roger Hanna I'll bring you in on this Because you, you sent it to me this morning We have been doing a bit of research We've found out a, a good story from Gordon Deal's past this morning Yes we certainly did A, f- a friend of mine is uh, reading a very good book just now It's, it's the book chronicling the events that Hugh spoke about At the top of the show That fantastic period in Wraith Rovers history When they won the Coca-Cola Cup final Daz doesn't speak much about it When they won what was then the first division was now the championship when, when of course they went into Europe and played the likes of Bayern Munich and there's a terrific tale in the book yeah, I I've think got it, it revolves around uh, well, I'll, I'll, let's not pass back to you Gordon yeah, no, I've, I've got it in front of me Gordon Deal all I'll say to you is Pring, Pringle Jumper does that ring any bells? Pringle oh yeah jumper. yeah I want a Pring- are you talking about uh, the fourth road bridge maybe? <laughs> I am obviously how many Pringle yeah. Jumper stories have you got? Is there more than one? Yeah, I was, I was av- absolutely devastated. It was uh, the late, great Ronnie Coyle story. It is? Yeah, I you do remember, remember that. Um, I des- and I've got to say, uh, MD Red, I deserve everything I got that day. So I've basically got to what happened, that. Mark, you've played golf with this guy. Insufferable, yeah, yeah. right, when he mm. wins. Gives you, the, oh. gives you it tight. So he's won a game of golf. He's been winding Ronnie Coyle up over and over and over again. Look at this Pringle jumper I won. Can't believe this Pringle jumper. Where's yours? Bet you've not got one because I won at golf and you didn't. Ronnie Coyle. Window down, chucked it out, fourth road bridge, <laughs> chucked, his, chucked his Pringle jumper. Brilliant. And you never, you never saw it again? Say, let me just say, boys, I was up the following day on a boat out looking for it. Um, it was absolutely lovely. No, he says to me, let me see that, that's a lovely jumper. And I says, well, it'll be the only, the only, the nearest you'll ever get to it. He went, I'll be the nearest you'll ever get to it. Next minute it was in the fourth road bridge. <laughs> Serves you right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Phil doing good. that many times. At Dundee United, Partick is a fascinating one. Roger Hanna, talk about these kind of, you know, not maybe not quite a sliding doors moment, but the, the way things are just over a year on. The last game played before lockdown was actually Dundee United 1, Partick 1, in the same division. And within the space of a year, the perceived injustice from Partick and the way that they had to go, Dundee United had won promotion anyway. It now looks like Partick are bang up against it to get out of League One and Dundee United have established themselves in the top flight. So in just over a year, these two sides have gone from being in the same division to seemingly, you know, in, in footballing terms, they're, they're worlds apart now. Yeah, and of course, if you think back to it, the way the leagues were called eventually, and Thistle went down on points per game ahead of Queen of the South. If they'd scored one more goal here that day at Tannadice, they would still be a championship team, and so much would be different. They're now, of course, down in League One. It's a it's a very hectic finale to the lower leagues, as Fraser Wisher will tell you. I mean, there was some teams, Jim Duffy's Dumbarton, they've just got out the cup to Aberdeen a week when they've played Saturday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday lunchtime. They've now got a week where they're playing Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday again. Thistle, not quite so bad, but I spoke to Ian McCall at the end of the week and, you know, they've played Saturday, they've had a game against Ford for Tuesday night. They come here 
to face a Premier League team. They don't expect to see a lot of the ball. They'll do a lot of their work without the ball. That in itself is a, a fatigue-inducing. They've then got a big game on Tuesday night at East Fife, and, and they're desperate just to, to keep in touch with, with the sides above them to stay in those promotion playoff places and to try and give themselves the chance to, to as they see it, right the wrong of what happened after the game at Tannadice here 13 months ago. Yeah, Andrew McLean's keeping an eye on top flight opposition as well. Kilmarnock are at Oakville View. Uh, Andrew Kyle Lafferty plays today, a Scottish Cup winner with Rangers back in 2009. Is there a real sense around Kilmarnock that he can be the difference for them between now and the end of the season, whether it be in the league or the cup? Yeah, I think the last couple of weeks have all been positivity for Kilmarnock during the international break. It'll have been because of that big win against Motherwell, but a lot of that is down to the arrival of Kyle Lafferty, as you say, because you know he was obviously playing for Northern Ireland over the international break, but as we know, Kyle Lafferty is just a very good Premiership striker. He's a guy that can make something out of nothing. He's a guy that scores goals, um, and he just brings a quality in the final third that this Kilmarnock team haven't really had for a while, really, because there's been guys up there, that, the likes of Nicky Kabamba, Eamon Brophy was here as well, Danny Whitehall, who's on the bench today as well, George Oakley was another one that came in last summer as well and they've all been tried um, and none of them have really found a, a prolific streak amongst them really and Kyle Lafferty you know as I say just adds something different he's the type of guy that can grab the game by a scruff of the neck and really get going as well and something as well about Kyle Lafferty for some reason I have no idea why it is but this part of the season this time of the season is something that really seems to work for him I was looking at his Scottish Premiership record across his whole career and between August and February he's got 29 goals and 121 Scottish Premiership matches but between March and May 22 goals in just 45 games so I have no idea what, what it is whether it's getting towards the summer and Kyle Lafferty's enjoying himself but this is the time of the season that Kyle Lafferty enjoys and you've got to think if he continues the form that he's showing Kilmarnock are on the up and it looks as if they could well save themselves in the Premiership thanks to him see that's why he's the stats man I like that well that's understandable see when the sun comes out or maybe is, it, is there a more cynical explanation that it's at the end of the season when you're playing for a move you're trying to get a new contract oh, that's ridiculous it's, 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 it's got to be it's got to be something I always got better when my contract was running down uh, it tells me you should get out more I was talking about Kyle Lafferty Not Andrew I'm not not passing (laughs) comment about Andrew I'm talking about Kyle Lafferty He just delivered the stat And I'm trying to analyse it I'm trying to read into it Why would you be better At the end of a season Than the beginning Maybe it's when It's a nice weather It's a nice pitches Mm. Surely It's the contract It's got to be It's cash Yeah run further for more cash He's He's shown himself He's shown his true colours here Mark Wilson in this studio yeah. Alex Ray well, I don't even, even, even work shot. obviously <laughs> That's why you're here on a Saturday afternoon That is a fair point um, The other featured match for us at the moment Is Fort Martin against Motherwell Paul Lawson, the Fort Martin manager um, Up against his former team today And uh, Hugh Keevans I wonder if he will draw on his experiences of cup shocks To inspire his side today Because he was actually in the Motherwell team which around that time was finishing second um, in the, the, the Premiership or, or third that season yeah. and um, was knocked out by Albion Rovers. Oh. Um, so he played that day and I wonder if, if Fort Martin can do a, a brora on Motherwell. I don't care whether Paul plays Al Pacino from any given Sunday or what he does, <laughs> nothing will work uh, because there's far too much talent in that Motherwell side and squad. Uh, to be troubled by for Martin and if why Mo- are you why are you doing this to me? Because mm. I am an expert. Trust me. <laughs> Put the past behind 
And move on That's it Move from one failure to the next With no loss of enthusiasm I keep telling you And I, I repeat It doesn't matter what Paul Lawson does Motherwell will come back In the cup draw Tomorrow morning Which you are making I will be involved indeed Yes I've got that to look forward to Once I'm finished with you three um, This afternoon uh, Mark You did you, you threw out there As a potential mm. I'm not sure why I need to Well I, I tell you why No one thought that Hearts would travel North last week And be put out Against Brora um, Motherwell have Had what you could call An up and down season I think they've steadied the ship A wee bit uh, Of recent But you just never know When you travel such a distance And the grounds, the pitch isn't what you quite expect And it's a, a big physical battle Paul Lawson would have looked at the Broder game uh, Against Hearts last week And he would have taken certain things Where Hearts struggled And probably be trying to implement it into For Martin's game So that'll be an interesting one Motherwell of course should have the quality But you never know This is what Scottish Cup's all about Yeah Alex, I wonder yeah. if the chances of shocks And by that I'm talking about League 1 sides League 2 sides, Highland League sides Are those chances diminished because of the schedule That some of these are going through at the yeah. moment If you're League 1 or 2 You're chock-a-block Jim Duffy's yep. Dumbarton Four times in a week Clyde four times in a week And if you're for Martin You don't really play football At the moment Because your league's yeah. been called And you've not played in a long time Yeah, you have to say The bigger teams have got an advantage At the moment, Gordon You've mentioned a couple of ones there Clyde, Dumbarton Four games in a week With the squad that they have It's a real tall order But you have to say Dumbarton made a good account of themselves But then you have the lower leagues Who have actually just a handful of uh, training days under their belt as well So you're trying to play that up But the one thing about uh, cup competitions And you're playing against better opposition Gordon Is you can always raise your game mm. for that one uh, afternoon Inverness are already in the hat for tomorrow's draw Aberdeen are alongside them We'll find out who else is going to join them From the 3 o'clock games next The fastest goals The expert opinions This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson and Alex Ray are in the studio We've got the top team all around the grounds It's Scottish Cup third round weekend It is one of the best weekends in the Scottish football calendar And the sun is shining How good is that Hugh Evans? I won't ask you for a full acca Because that'll take us up until full time Far yeah. too many games Give me some highlights So give me your one shock again Remind me I think Wraith Rovers I know that Gordon Dale brought us the news That uh, the fullback has gone out Because he pulled up in the warm up But... I still think that they can beat the Betfred Cup finalist Livingston. I think Partick Thistle will not beat Dundee United. St Mirren, I think, will beat Hamilton Ackies. Killy will win at Stenhouse Muir and Motherwell will win at Four Martin. So I'm sticking by John McGlynn and Wraith Rovers. Yeah, go on then, give us your, our featured games our then, featured Mark. games, OK. I'll go for Wraith Rovers to beat Livy. United to beat Partick. St Mirren to beat Hamilton. Kelly will beat Stenhouse Muir I will go for Motherwell To get over the line <laughs> yeah, it's changed. Yeah, it's it's changed. Celtic. That's yeah. you when and me the... Identical Your Aka is identical We are Aka twins I'm going for <laughs> Livingston yeah. Dundee United To beat Partick I'm going to go for Aki's to beat St Mirren I'm going for Kilmarnock away win And I'm going for Motherwell away win Flashes with Top Scaffolding. For the top team in scaffolding, visit topscaffolding.co.uk. Design, quote, deliver. I'm looking forward to this. I love this weekend in the Scottish football calendar. Some great fixtures. Maybe not the same 
chances of a shock because the League 1 and 2 sides have had a really difficult schedule the Highland League sides have not played a lot of football but that would make the shocks even more intense think about Brora Rangers yes. knocking out Hearts will we see anything similar this afternoon and then it comes round so quickly we've got this condensed format of the Scottish Cup we're already into April So really The, 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 the race to Hamden Is on Hugh Keevans yeah. we'll, we'll crown a winner Of this thing In a few weeks time Well I mean, The Celtic fans Will be looking To their team's game Tonight against Falkirk Scott Brown The last hurrah For Scott Brown He wants to go out On a high He wants to be The cup winning Captain of Celtic For a fifth Successive season But of course Rangers tomorrow Against Cove Rangers They want the league And cup mm. double and they will be looking to start off with an emphatic and psychological boosting win over Cove tomorrow. Now, I'll tell you what, Montrose are not hanging around. Fraserburgh nil, Montrose won inside 90 seconds or so. Chris Mockery with the goal in that one. So Montrose um, starting that one perhaps as you would expect. They will be the favourites there. Going well in League One up against Highland League opposition. So Chris Mockery has them in front. I wonder if the listeners would agree... Or disagree with this choice Because we've so many games And we're going to have to pick one or two To watch in the studio You three have gone Dundee United Partick Thistle Yeah is that, is that, You want to explain your thinking there? Um, is that, is I, that I, I don't think I was asked day? in this Did <laughs> uh, you just get asked? The old, fella, the old fella pulled rank I heard him I just think You know with Thistle talking about history 100 <laughs> years since they won the Scottish Cup 50 years since they won the League Cup uh, Mickey Mellon The Dundee United manager Has got a book out this week he wouldn't want to have the book launch coincide with getting knocked out of the Scottish Cup. <laughs> so you think Mickey Mellon's book launch has got a bearing on this result today? Everything has a bearing. <laughs> it also helps that our producer is a Dundee United supporter, yes. and that's Don't maybe drink. why it's on it. Eh? And is employed at times by Partick Thistle. It's, oh, it's, it's, what allegiances. it's the yeah. producer Callum Darby. That's what they call wow. it. That's what everyone's calling it. Yeah. I heard people talking about it in the streets this morning. Yeah. I, I'm not daft though, because that will. You could say that this is proof of daftness But I've got my own screen, remember, on this side Wow So you know what I'm tuned into on this side North Lodge um, Avenue, however it's called North Lodge Park, is it? North Lodge Park, yes Look at Fort Martin Mother How's the pitch like in Gordon? Oh, great, yeah Is Wonderful. Bowling Green? No, it actually does look pretty good Is it? Yeah, yeah. I'll share my screen it's with you for, for a brief moment Oh, it does look good, actually That's disappointing That's I, like, I like when these teams go up north and they play in a, a bumpy pitch and Quite like Aberdeen playing against Dumbarton uh, Dry, bobbly yep. It looked difficult at you times. Know, you only had a hedge at breaking. They've got big trees there. But look, it's <laughs> a park in among trees. Dave Galloway's uh, home fixture as well. Oh. Yeah, we've eventually, after about 15 years on the show, we've found a fixture for Dave that's next to his house, I think. For Martin's roughly where he comes from. So he, he puts a lot of miles in, Dave. As you will come into the studio, one of the pundits in here says, Is it actually a place? <laughs> <laughs> and which one? <laughs> oh, I'm no grassing. Oh, well, hold on a minute. People will jump to it. wasn't no, me. No, 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 it was me. It wasn't Mark Wilson of Endrick's Vet fame <laughs> or Sailor V restaurant. Celtics yeah, Mark well. Wilson. There's a party in his mouth And you're all invited yeah. uh, We've got our first goal In Ooh. our featured games Goal flashes With top scaffolding For all your scaffolding needs Hamilton nil, St Mirren 1 oh, And it's Jamie McGrath A beautiful lob Inside 4 minutes What a season that man is having I wonder if there was such a thing As a, a player of the bottom 6 
he would maybe be up there, wouldn't he? Well, a few contenders player. in that in that team. Yeah. Um, I read Jim Goodwin in, during the week saying that you look at the Republic of Ireland, that ten games under Stephen Kenny, not one win. Yeah, and he's saying I've got guys that can play for the Republic of Ireland, and McGrath is one of them. Goals raining in already in the Scottish Cup. Air United nil, Clyde one. So that that would have to go down as a shock if it stayed. Barry Cuddy. With the goal inside four minutes and four for nil. Sorry, Alison Conroy, Edinburgh City won um, Uzi C uh, in that one, but that's that'll be a league fixture, isn't it? Four for no, it's not. No, that's no, a cup no, one no, as well. No, four, yeah, yeah. For, four for bottom of League One, Edinburgh City yep. in the playoff places at League Two. So uh, no, not much a shock yep. because you can see the the quality. Getting Edinburgh. myself Go. confused here because I've t- I'm trying to bear in mind that there are a couple of league fixtures yeah, today that I don't right, want to yeah. get caught out with. But no, in League Two, Anna and Elgin, Cowdenbeath, Albion. Queen's Park Sterling I was just about to say Jamie McGrath Liveth goal of the season He's been a yeah, brilliant a addition player. You know yeah. when you look at The recruitment of St Mirren Unlucky not to get Into the top six Gordon But he's one of the standouts Jack Annick as well Good signing Oh brilliant yep. well, you know, Listen to, I actually feel as if The whole back line Fraser Shaughnessy Who was other the Richard Tate played Tate as well yep. Can be versatile I just think he's brought A lot of experience To the back line uh, Right before we get Any more goals Hugh Evans. Oh. The first half teaser With Sunday's Scottish Sun Free goals, pull out Plus Davy Province Frank and Fearless Column Since season 2000-2001 Five Danish players Have won the top flight in Scotland Who are they? Since season 2000-2001 Five Danish players have won the top flight in Scotland Name them I like that question Topical Because Scotland are in the same World Cup qualifying group as Denmark I can yeah. see the thought process there You have a Danish uh, connection two, Do you know? Two, two of my grandchildren are half Danish So their mm. father was born in Copenhagen So they, they qualify to play mm. for Scotland or Denmark There we go Get your answers in At Clyde SSB You need to beat everyone else It's a race this So you need all the answers On one tweet to Clyde SSB And to beat everyone else So hurry up Get your thinking caps on I have to say I'm, I'm quite I'm enjoying the Partick Thistle 1921 commemorative oh. strip Are you having that? Yeah Yeah that's very nice, yeah. Very plain, but classy. Old I like school, it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure about that. Not you, not for no, you. No, it's a bit ropey. I take it that's <laughs> okay. yeah, that's him um, wearing it today. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, obviously, that's that's why we're discussing it. <laughs> All right, okay. I love them running about. <laughs> quite it's very difficult to be fair. It's yeah. difficult to see, but nah, no feeling it. Jamie McGrath had another shot saved by Fulton this time. As St Mirren look make to. Look to make it too Easy for me to say um, Well look at St Mirren In cup football this season The yes. only team The one and only team yep. To beat Rangers And it was the Betfred Cup Yeah and that, that's You can take a few things Away from that Alex That yep. also serves as a reminder That even if you are By a fair distance The best team in the country And you're having the best season Of everyone Winning cups just isn't easy It doesn't take much to just have an, an off day An off night A refereeing decision An injury Whatever it may be It is not easy to keep getting over the line in cups Yeah absolutely I was at that game Gordon I was covering it as well And uh, you know you have to say Some men were excellent Because when it went to 2-2 You're thinking to yourself It's just a matter of time Can they hold out But they were very brave They got a set piece and from that they managed to get through And ultimately they get through to semi-final. A great, great caller last night uh, To Super Scoreboard Who pointed out that Steven Gerrard Wonderful this season In terms of the league Wonderful in terms of Europe Since he became the Rangers manager Bit ropey 
when it comes to domestic cup football. Yeah, there was a Rangers fan. Yeah, he made yeah. the point, didn't he, saying that it's the one, it's the one thing left really because you look at it's in Mirren, Hearts, Aberdeen. Yep. Yeah. Obviously played better in the cup final against Celtic, but still lost. So that would be the. That would be the remaining as long as objective. That, as long as they they get knocked out, that will always be held over Stephen's head, and he will be desperate to turn that around, yeah. Hugh, because that just puts that to bed. But I mean, again, it feels different when you've got a league under your belt, of course. Yeah. Of course, it does because you have plenty of belief, Gordon. And the players will be brimming with confidence. I think the fact that they have had a period now where it's, it almost feels as if it was a few weeks ago, it's kind of died to death a little bit. They have to. Everyone has to motivate themselves to go again because. At this stage, all these teams are favourites. You go and we look today, and we're thinking, no, they should go. They should take care of that. You look at the old firm tonight and tomorrow. Should take care of them as well. You mentioned the uh, two thousand nine Gordon uh, Scottish Cup final win for Rangers. I, I assume that was the last Scottish Cup final win twelve years ago. Uh yes, two thousand nine. Yeah, I mean, for that reason alone. Yeah, Kyle Lafferty was part of that team. That's where it came up, didn't you, it? You, you would want. The cup to add to the league League and cup double For the Rangers fans Would have a Terrific ring to it Talking about Scottish Cup Hugh I know you know your stats and things yeah. How much did it cost To get the Scottish Cup Up and running Back in the day The 15 uh, I, clubs I think, I think the The cup cost In the region of Four quid Alright To make the trophy The trophy the itself trophy, yeah. I, yeah. I think when you go back To the original um, When you go back To the original Hugh uh, The cup Was made Back in its conception I think it was 1873 73, yeah. yeah 1873 Then At that point They had the met, It was like pin badges You got as your medal gun And you put it onto your top There you go Willow So that's a question To the callers Did I tell you my story When uh, the We went to a charity function uh, Peter Grant And myself uh, when Peter was at Celtic And he brought the Scottish Cup Right And I said listen before you go home Come into the house Have a cup of tea Before you make the drive home yep. So my wife said to me Come here Who's he? I said it's Peter Grant I said, well, Who is he? I said he plays for Celtic <laughs> He's got the cup with him I said uh, he's left some metallic thing on the <laughs> coffee table I said some metallic thing? That's the Scottish <laughs> Cup The oldest trophy in football <laughs> Meanwhile she's Pouring wine into it Yeah <laughs> there's, there's your wine Hugh Had the had the, the brasso out Try to clean it up a bit 56 pounds and 12 shillings 56 quid was it eh? Yep Where Thank did you me. get that from? Listen son it's about knowledge You've got yeah. to come in here On Scottish Cup Day You I mean, Roger and Andrew that Will be a, a delight At the Christmas night yeah, out The old days you, you used to get the pin badge While yeah. on the medal Right keep your answers coming On that first half teaser Here's something for you You know we like to reminisce We like to share stories On a Saturday We like to have a bit of fun In Honour of that journey Brora against Stranraer 308 miles Don't worry If you've not done one that far That's absolutely fine But in honour of that journey And because we can't get fans Into the grounds today Which is a real shame I want to know your favourite Scottish Cup away day And why I'm looking for details here Stories I'm hoping there's going to be A bit of calamity Disaster comedy in there If you don't mind But I want to know Your favourite Scottish Cup away day and why All the memories All the stories All the details The more the merrier Let's have them Whether it's A far flung corner Of the country Whether it's because You like to go to a particular Public house Or restaurant mm. When you go there Maybe you and your mates Had a nightmare Missed trains Ended up All sorts Whatever it is I want to know Your favourite Scottish Cup Away day And why Is this the shock of the day Coming Goal flashes wow. 
with Top Scaffolding for all your scaffolding needs. Livingston nil, Wraith Rovers one, and it's Lewis Vaughan, the man who scored twice the other night, hadn't scored for a long time for Wraith. But what a terrific player on his day Really tough time with injuries And he's picked up where he left off Lewis Vaughan makes it Livy nil Wraith 1 You called it Hugh uh, And Mark Long yeah, way to go though Alec Ray as well No I didn't I, Oh I, you did went no, I, I said Broder could be upset the day Oh right Well you know You can't have a result like that midweek uh, Winning the Fife Derby like that And not feel good about yourselves going into the game Now I fully understand There's plenty of time 75 minutes of the game left but you just wonder if Wraith's hunger is greater than that of the Livingston players. Daz makes a good point before the game. Sorry, this AstroTurf. When? Yeah, the AstroTurf. Yeah. I can't believe the amount of grief he gives you. And you're, you're saying, oh, he, he makes, makes good, good points. points. I gave him that point through the week, though. Did you? I said to him, yeah. <laughs> I can't no, believe he he's not. passed that off of his own. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Has he passed that off? Ah, That's typical. Off. Honestly. It's not like him, is it? He is unbelievable. Mm. I think he's maybe he's jealous because of all the attention you've been getting in the last week after mm. being being a star of the the, the advert market. Mm. Have you done phone calls? Any agents on the phone? <laughs> oh, my phone's been non-stop, but it's, <laughs> it's not been agents. Unfortunately, it's been Twitter notifications with people with many laughing faces. So. Not the attention I need When my cat's got worms I go straight to Hendrix <laughs> well. Those lines will live with me Forever <laughs> I'm not even anywhere uh, near Ready to finish talking about it yet I'm afraid uh, uh, It's been a long week Alex mm. As, I mean But I think in A level of newfound fame I even I, I, I don't even want to know The backstory here But I got a message From a gentleman During the week Who said um, Can you confirm If it, I just saw Mark Wilson In the toilets In Morrison's <laughs> It just sounded like The type of subject I was staying <laughs> true. well away from I was in the toilets In Morrison's I was concerned for you You were in for 20 minutes <laughs> I did, Why did somebody Message you that And he messaged me And said that you yeah. had a You couldn't resist Having a wee flick at your hair On the way out in the mirror Said you were having yourself In the mirror uh, Well I probably did But it's not because I was having myself It's because of the length Of this thing It's not nervous I'm like you is it nervous driver? Maybe the guy that stopped that me. The guy stalks me. Huh? Yes, you were you were clocked in a public <laughs> restroom at the weekend after you. Were, you should well, have just said, "I'm Celtic's Mark Wilson." Step yeah, away step from away the urinal. Nine thirty, nine thirty Monday morning. Ken Barlow, no more. Is Monday. Here you going Monday morning? Nine thirty. <sighs> I think we should film this. Yeah, uh, Ken Barlow's gone. You got you a, tell me you've got an appointment booked in. No, yeah, no, no, no. Need, believe me, you need one. I, I, I do, but I refuse to to book an appointment. That's that's high class stuff that you phone the salon and book like you. But if I, I tend to just walk up to no, a barber. I don't think you can. Can you not? No. It's a, it's, can we not do that? There's a no. pandemic, so it's it's an appointment only. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's right, the point. I, you think I, the can, bring, I can bring the clippers in next week. <laughs> come on, Dave for charity. Dave for charity. Come on, shave the head off. No, my head's too big. <laughs> See that's funny Because I think mine's too small I don't think I could do that Aye. I think look at the top of a cotton bud I've got a big scar On my head as well yeah, Aye, I've got a few of them nice. as well Yeah For different reasons I think for me <laughs> Maybe like, it was a football accident It's <laughs> like a Denison passport Is it not? That's when you arrive It's none of this Kind of Covid passports You get what, a different passport And uh, Denison jug There you go on the Super scoreboard You just never know The avenue it's going to take A highbrow conversation Like Covid passports That's a debate That we do not need um, on this show That is for sure Right give me your favourite Scottish Cup away day And why I, I need stories here I need details Maybe it's the geography Maybe you're a bit weird Like Mark Wilson And it's all about the scenery uh, Maybe it's more about The types of pubs You can go to The trouble you got yourself in Even better Let's hear it Your favourite Scottish Cup away day And why uh, I'm trying to think Mark What would you As a Celtic player What was your most Kind of adventurous 
journeys? Uh, the Scottish Cup away. I think the most adventurous. I think I've chatted about it before is when we get drawn against Berwick Rangers ah. away. Um, so not a high profile debut that day? Uh, Freddie Lundberg, guy, <laughs> And he took it upon himself to, to take part in the speech in the huddle, which was... Unseen, unheard of That it wasn't the captain That was speaking in the huddle But Freddie obviously Didn't know the ins and outs Of what happened in there uh, So that was entertaining But it was a, a cold day Cold January day I'm sure And it was And oh. you trying to explain, No Freddie look I, I know it's the Scottish Cup And you, you, we're going to England Oh it doesn't matter But I'll, I'll try and I'll explain <laughs> it awesome. I'll explain it to you later I imagine they two Next who, to who each other Who was the captain? Who was the captain of Celtic that day? Uh, I think it would have been Steve McMahon No it would have been Scott Brown It would have 2000 and, uh, Scott Brown It would have been So what was he saying When Freddie's getting it landed? <laughs> no Scott I think the, the captain that day If it was Scott Brown I'm pretty sure it was Said his piece And Freddie says, <laughs> <laughs> says just, just before we broke up Can I just say And does that, does that never happen no? Never oh, right, okay. Never happened And I don't think it's ever happened again What did he say? What am I doing here? Ah, listen I won't <laughs> We're not allowed is it, is it not, so, I think you, last time you told this story You were getting dogs abused Because you're not meant to say What goes on in the huddle No that's right People, Apparently I, I well, didn't apparently, know that either well, I, I, Nor did I Or any other Celtic player Knew that rule But some fans make up rules Save, save it for your book Seriously will oh, you I, get I, a few quid I've, ju- right I, you. I've just got visions of Um not that I'm imagining Mark Wilson in his underwear, obviously, but Freddie, he was a Calvin Klein model, eh? So he'd, he'd have had the Calvin Kleins yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, Nick, yeah. what were you, you, sort of George or Next or something? Next, next to him. Next togs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Straight to numbers. <laughs> George at Asda. He was an impressive mm. character, Freddie. He was a lovely guy. What a player he was, was I know. I know he wasn't so clever when he got up here, but no. what a player in his day. Well, you would have played oh, against him at his height. Frightening. Huh? Uh, Fraser Brough have equalised against Montrose in that Scottish Cup tie Ooh, so life left in the Highland League side yet and for instance you know you're looking at the, the so-called big guns for Martin Motherwell 16 minutes gone not a great deal in it at all oh, Motherwell told you. A, a header over the bar um, Jordan <laughs> Roberts involved uh, so that was you you were you were Berwick Alex Try to think Scottish Cup memories God no Nothing I'll, I'll that sticks out you, No, I, I, no I'd, I'd have to look back At my Falkirk days I think that's the most adventurous uh, I have to say It wasn't a, a competition Even as a boy I lost out in a couple of finals I was telling Mark I played at uh, Love Street You know that was a, It was great as a young kid You're going to Love Street The pitch was like humongous level Yeah uh, Under 14s, 15s uh, And get beat at that age group And then when I left there To go to my other team uh, Under 16s the team that I'd left won it so it wasn't a competition that I was ever uh, false <laughs> enough to win uh, as a boy or uh, later on Hugh you must have seen some amount of sights in the Scottish Cup over the years you must have been nearly everywhere in this competition I, I remember the, the best story was a pal of mine who uh, was working covering the Berwick Rangers Rangers Cup tie in, in, the day. in 1967 when Jock Wallace was the Berwick Rangers goalkeeper and they beat Rangers and uh, my dear friend decided he would vox pop the Rangers supporters at the end of the game. <laughs> and the, the first guy knocked him out cold. Seriously? Sorry, All right, so that's like a journalistic pop. term would be you get into a crowd of people and you ask them their opinion on anything, whether it would be a kind of, you, you ah. see it in the news on the high street. It's usually yeah. like the budget or something, and yeah. they're on Buchanan Street, and it's folk, I can't believe the price yeah, of fags yeah, yeah. has gone up, that type <laughs> of thing. So you would go around and say to the Rangers fans, What did you make of that result today? And he whacked them, did he? Yeah. yeah. We shouldn't <laughs> really condone that. They're, they're, yeah. That's raw emotion right there for you. I, I, I remember. It's off oh, for goodness sake. Producer Callum says Vox Populi is Latin for voice of the people. Ah. Oh, now you're you talking, eh? 
he's, he's he doesn't belong. He doesn't that belong here. <laughs> See, earlier on he was talking about Fat Sam's Disco and Dundee, <laughs> and now he's, <laughs> now he's changed to popular Latin expressions. Uh, another away Scottish Cup one. I'm thinking of Dundee United when we went away to mm. Gretna when Gretna were spending all the money, and we went down there on a Friday night. It was a Scottish Cup. It must have been round about the third round. Scottish Cup. Dundee United obviously recognised the threat that Gretna may pose. So we stayed the night and we never did that. Stayed the night in the hotel in Dumfries area. Got up the next morning, covered in snow. Game postponed. <laughs> oh, no so way. it cost United uh, a few quid. Then we had to travel down midweek and we eventually won the game. But that was uh, that was an interesting <clears throat> time coming up against a team who were on the way up spending big money. Yeah. And even as a Premiership side, Hugh, you thought mm. we could be in for a shock here yeah some good ones coming in here uh, although before we get any further Cat has just tweeted and says what's this about the mushroom and an advert you, producer Callum you can scroll down find Cat's comment and send the link it's very important um, like he, here's a simple a, a simple answer to that question of your favourite Scottish Cup away day a Twitter account by the name of that day in May the <laughs> picture is a Hibs logo and quite simply says Hamden 2016 final there we go. Yeah, uh, yeah I get it. I mean, that's hand, good. Hand, but, but I'm looking for, I'm looking for the details here. I'm looking for far flung corners of the world and uh, different stories. Sean, similar game. Well, same game. I was 18. Celtic away at Berwick. I won a coupon. Paid for me and my mate to go. Told my mum I was away playing lawn bowls. <laughs> <laughs> so away to Berwick, where we left the house in bowling gear, had a few drinks, and got caught on TV when I got home. <laughs> you can't rock up to a Scottish Cup tie wearing lawn bowls gear. Lawn bowls. Also, was that With not your bowls in your bag? Was it not in January or something? Was it not like? Oh, it was freezing cold. Who plays lawn bowls in the freezing cold? I told you when we went out in the pitch, the the studs were clattering because it was iced over, but it was a sky game. And by the second half, when it had thawed out because everybody had trampled on it, your boot was sinking up to your ankle. And then I told you again that the team bus got the window got smashed in the way the way out. What was the score? We won. I think it was only two 0 It wasn't like so it was the Celtic think, fans that smashed the bus. I think so. I think they were outraged. That was only two 0 that day. Yeah, there you go. Scottish um, Cup can't beat it Andrew says Celtic are both 2012 I think Andrew is an Arbroath fan though It's so not quite an away day But I'll give him the benefit uh, we got a brilliant 87th minute Stephen Doris equaliser And a guy near me Chucked his wallet up into the air by accident <laughs> By accident? How do you chuck your wallet into the air by accident? Um, while celebrating And his cards and money went oh, everywhere Oh, oh that again mm. um, Had you left by that point then? Arbroath, were you involved in that one? Uh, no I wasn't involved in that No uh, Degnan's given us the details The captain for that Berwick game was Mostorovic Was he? Brown no. came on no. for Lundberg as a sub um, And on the other note Mostorovic and Brown were both on the score sheet So there we go mm. Good to see that you can't remember it Despite the fact that you played it Mostorovic was captain over me That's outrageous No wonder Freddie had a speech <laughs> <laughs> He was his pal Big Dan was his pal ah, Exactly yeah. Double act Aye. Aye. Exactly they had that planned we keep them Fraser coming in. Gordon 2-1 up yep, now Absolutely And Dundee nil St Johnston won Guy Melamed In that one The 2014 Cup winners And this season's League Cup winners Looking to get more silverware It starts against Dundee at Dens And they've taken the lead St Johnston 4-1 mm. Edinburgh City 2 Lee Hamilton uh, With the goal in that one Fair play to Callum Davidson I mean, what, well, more, what more can you ask Of the St Johnston manager In his first season Won a major trophy uh, They're now going they hope all the way in this competition so you can get to Hamden again. Uh, Top six as well here. Yeah. Something about this fixture, Mark. I think it's cursed. Sideshow Bob went to the Berwick game. Um, 
Where Lindbergh made his debut But I nearly missed the game Because the car broke down On the way there And it then broke down On the way back oh, That is a sore yeah. That It's a bit of a, a journey one. as well Is it Down to Berwick, Berwick. Yeah oh, A lovely yeah. part hard, of the world isn't it? Lovely but hard to get to <laughs> Tricky I don't know if I've got any Of my own sort of Memories It would have probably been the age When you see when you can start Going to the games on your own And then there's a bit of an eye opener Because the game day experience Is a wee bit different You know when What when age did you start uh, Were you allowed to start Going on your own 13, 14 Yeah probably about, about high school type time um, So around that time Maybe just before um, Stranraer away Motherwell played Stranraer away And you remember John Hillcote Yes He was a goalkeeper yeah, yeah, yeah. Same sort of hairdo as Alex Ray Right yeah. now that, that was just a bit of an Gorgeous. eye opener Because we were so I mean you, you could have touched the guy You could have put your hand through the net And touched him It's just like a bit of grass At, at the back of the goal And you know, Probably a bit naive to these things The band of fans behind the goal Gave this poor guy Absolutely tortured him For the 45 minutes that he was there But I mean he couldn't have been closer You know we were, They were almost in the back of the goal Slagging his lack of hair His his wife oh, all, all sorts And I just I, It was oh. just It was straight from That was an eye opener That's not what made it My favourite Scottish Cup away day It was just a great It was one of these days as well yeah. Really sunny Brilliant from, from what I remember of Hilly He had an answer for everybody So I don't know why he didn't get Your comeuppance Goal flashes With top scaffolding For all your scaffolding needs Dundee United nil, Partick Thistle one. Whoa. None of you had this as your shock, Scott Tiffany. What a signing he's been uh, for Partick Thistle. He's found the net a few times in recent weeks, and he's done it again. It's a header into the back of the net, and with 25 gone, it's Dundee United one, Partick nil. Sorry, Partick Thistle one. The moral well, to the story. Yeah. The moral to the story is: if you're the Dundee United manager, don't write a book <laughs> about <laughs> management. And then <laughs> Get beat with Thistle yeah. Two divisions below Horrendous defending From Dundee United A long throw Kind of aimless And hopeful And it bounces about In the United box Not clear properly And he's caught it uh, You know It bounced up in front of him About eight yards out And he's put it in But that is a surprise Because Thistle have been ropey This season to, to say the least Yeah Three goals in three games For Tiffany Yeah Simple it's a shambles header. It's a shambles uh, They don't yeah. deal with the first one uh, They don't deal with the second one Falls lovely for Tiffany He's got a free header For about 7 yards uh, Good start 25 minutes gone Stoppage and play Head knocks Denhouse Muir against Kilmarnock Kelly have been on top But still nothing uh, Really doing there Sean's back on He's just trying to clear up his Clear up his story He says it was indoor balls We were going to play <laughs> Fair enough Okay That time of year It would need to be It was freezing cold um, Come on There's got to be a lot out there Your favourite Scottish Cup Away day And why Give us your lot any stories Alvy says Ross County away yesterday Inverness forever in our <laughs> shadow that says Alvy but that's not an away day we couldn't go here we are Alex Ray Brora Rangers 1 oh, Stranraer Mill Dale Gillespie a penalty on 26 minutes the fairy tale continues for Brora Rangers amazing absolutely yeah. amazing and the thing is they would go into that with plenty of belief because if you're beating teams with heart with the quality they've got you mm. they've got more training days under their belt yep Stranraer coming to town You would fancy yourself Is that Is that the longest journey In Scottish football Stranraer to Brora It's got to be innit um, Well it'll be there or thereabouts the, the difficulty with that question is We don't know No Is that well, <laughs> Brora are not in the SPFL Are they So if you're not talking about yeah. And if you're just saying Any level of Scottish football We might need to open it up to and the, Well in the, in the Scottish Pyramid. That is unbelievable. It will be up there, I would imagine. I don't imagine many Stranraer players live in Stranraer, but you know, club officials and things setting out this morning. I mean, what time? Setting out yesterday morning. Yeah. 
308 miles Gordon, I, I think I went up past Brora last uh, the summer before And it took me over five hours Oh yeah, this, oh, this so would take you over five hours Well, from Stranra This begs the this question is a, this, is a, this is a six hour journey, pretty much This six. begs the question No more Why were you up there? Oh, I had a wee, a wee gig <laughs> a I'm available for way <laughs> What do you mean cash? You don't day cash um, For the jersey Yeah 308 miles I mean what Wembley Hamden to Wembley Must be about 390 or so You know High 300s It can't be much more than that Mm. Is that it, not is it 500? 500 I'm saying Gordon Yeah Yeah, yeah okay. uh, You wouldn't mind travelling that To play maybe on Maybe I've over exaggerated But I would but to walk 500 miles, miles and yeah. I would walk 500 more nah, No it's, it's, it's around the 400 mark so it's, Yeah it's Not far off are you, uh, are you looking to get to the Scotland England game As a wee kind of swan song In the summer Hugh well, Surely you could uh, do that for the paper what, what have you heard? No, I've not heard anything, but I just uh, you, a swan song. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. It's like, how often are you going to get down to uh, Wembley now? Hugh? Oh well, you know, I, my grandson in Brighton. Brighton, yeah. He, he's desperate, desperate to get to that game. I mean, going into the school with that accent that he has, wearing a Scotland top, you can imagine how that plays. That in was Brighton. a regular basis for you, uh, in the, the home nations and all that, Hugh, and down there with oh, other uh, reporters and things. Un- unbelievable. Uh, the, you had to wear something tartan. In the press box That was a Tradition Mandatory Yep uh, To noise up the English reporters And uh, <laughs> oh, Fantastic Did was it, did you See sometimes you hear What you spoke Remember we spoke earlier on About some journalists playing We were talking about A particular game Before yep. we come on air Was there ever anything like that With you In your day Hugh We used to play against English guys Oh yeah For I sure It's quite commonplace isn't it Yeah I, I always went As chief executive though <laughs> <laughs> with the fur coat on <laughs> what, The water boy He was dishing out the oranges at half time <laughs> Were they spicy Hugh? Because I've, I've seen the, the journalists play up here They get a bit lively Well the, the, the SFWA The Scottish Football Writers Association Had real good players in it What did they? Uh, and I, th- I wasn't involved in any way But I actually think recently The last time it happened I think it, I think it got Kicked off? I yeah. think it did yeah. Oh, yeah And I'm only talking Well when was the last game? Just a couple of years yes. ago I think it did Yeah, The rings a bell Can, can you get me I'll Mark, find out the details you get, you, Listen I know you're the Presidente Can you get me and him Involved in that game Because I would like to Volley a few You see He's <laughs> fancy it well though It's not like him <laughs> They would all start A fight in an empty house You know So they're, they're good When you get them all Together as a gang uh, Finally back underway At Oakleview Zach Medley Replaced by Igor Rossi And Mark McGuigan He's going to play on He's got the, the head bandage on so uh, on he goes Fraser Brough 2 Montrose 2 That's game of the day Graham Webster uh, With the equaliser Hugh remind us Of your question please mm. Yeah Since uh, season 2000-2001 Five Danish players Have won the top flight In Scotland Who are they? <laughs> Loads of right answers Coming in What are you two <laughs> laughing at? He's I'm getting See if they come For Scandinavia I've got them in this list <laughs> No um, Alan Johnson Has thrown a few in He's got Jesper Christensen Nope um, Colin Mathers is also going for him uh, Most people are getting them right Or, or kind of nearly right But loads are saying Jesper Christensen That's a, a common incorrect answer um, I saw one there for Rasmussen Is he on the list? Oh, no, no, that was a great shout Didn't play enough that season Steve Siegel said <laughs> Mark Reaper Mark something man But no not there um, was it, was, so was, many, was yeah. so many saying Christiansen. That is the the, the common wrong answer. Uh, C D Mark um, Alex Ray. He's 
along your lines He's gone El Yunusi He's Norwegian He is not mm. uh, Danish I'm afraid Sean Mitchell and others Going for Bo Anderson Eric No and Yeah that's a pretty good effort so far A pretty good effort I must admit um, So keep them coming in What have you got about 10 minutes to go um, Yeah about 10 minutes to go And we'll call it quits Ryan Mulholland again getting his countries mixed up I think you Stefan Johansson No Okay he mm. is Norwegian um, Steve Seagull's back on He says Wick Academy Actually played Berwick A few years ago Mark So that journey is the record The longest um, And yeah. plus we lost 1-0 With a dodgy penalty <laughs> So the old Steve. dodgy penalty One willow mm. So there we go Yeah surely There can have been Many away travelling fans To that fixture Wick. Even if You know Even if uh, the, the crowds were allowed In the games You couldn't see many people Travelling to Broda today Or would there be a band Of Motherwell fans Gordon Would have travelled Absolutely to, Yeah 100%, 100% These yeah. are the ones you th- These are the you ones You're on. desperate to come yeah. out the hat Oh absolutely Yeah <laughs> There is there is widespread <laughs> Sadness in, in yeah. Motherwell That they can't travel To that game today I'm well, not saying There would have been many They are men than me They ought to turn up With our bowling gear I take it the bus journey up Or the train oh, journey up Plays a big part in these It's got to be the bus Gordon You don't go up in the train do you? Oh no train's good I Train's good as well Yeah it depends It varies Depends on your location really I'd say Sure Do they travel Did the train go all the way up to Wick then Hugh you're a man travelled Well travelled guy Oh I don't, I don't know about Wick Wick's nearer to Copenhagen Than it is to here is it not? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes a few are on saying uh, Wick Stranraer must be a further journey um, Yeah that's a That's a fair shout um, what else have we got here Cammy says Not an away day It was far from away But it was far away from me BSCV Hibs What Broomhill lost Quite a bit They did score And it was superb When they did What an atmosphere I'm You were there like, Yeah that, what a brilliant atmosphere yeah. It was a great day uh, Hibs had too much quality though uh, But I really enjoyed my day yeah, Your favourite Scottish Cup away day Let's have them We've had some really good ones so far I, I think we can I think we can do more I think we can do better I want details of Disasters preferably Not that I'm a sadist I just like I just like the funny story See when things go wrong There must be something there That we can uh, We can get our teeth into um, Mark You knew this was going to happen Last week After the The adverbs right? oh, okay. One more time right, oh, right. Ten more times Curious Creatures is on No no He is He's, quite creative I get it though I know He says um, I took a trip to Endrick's Vets Because my dog had ticks I'd heard the brilliant advert on Clyde just after six. My dog is called the Dazzler. <laughs> he's a funny dog because he spends most of his evenings trying his best to lick his owner. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, he's very good, oh, curious dear. creatures. Yeah, I'll give him that. Yeah, very good. Cause oh, Daz is getting a mention yeah. as well. There we go. God, my oh, wee mate. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Goal flashes with top scaffolding for all your scaffolding needs. Ah, it's a shame robbed of the journey for Martin Nil Motherwell 1.35 on the clock And it's Cole. Chris Long oh. uh, No Tony Long Watt, here. remember I actually noticed Tony Watt is in co-commentary duty For the club television channel um, Maybe he's first and last on that one But it's a long ball Declan Gallagher Not nice from a for Martin point of view The keeper comes out, misses oh, it no. Chris Long nips in And finishes it off for Martin Nil Motherwell 1 Sigh of relief from Graham Alexander well, yeah, it wouldn't look good in your record to go out to Fort Martin. I mean, uh, Robbie Nielsen is still feeling the reverberations after Hearts went out to Broader Rangers. So uh, that will be a weight off the mind of 
Graham Alexander See when you're the nerves No joke I, I was just about yeah. to say that Well see when you're actually Playing in these games Hugh, And the oh. longer it goes on And you're thinking You're trying to raise your, your game You know you, you think it's just a formality And yeah. then you, all of a sudden Your back's against the wall The game's ticking away And next minute A little bit of uh, respite there Yeah Well look The Berwick one that I mentioned With Celtic Is a prime example of that Going into that game and you're just hoping for some sort of breakthrough And I think it was Was it Mistorovic had ended up getting the first goal But Sigh of relief You of just course. feel a lot lighter And you feel like you can enjoy the game Rather mm, than yeah. it become a chore It's uh, a body blow for the opposition as well Mark isn't it? You know they're trying so hard to stay in the game Then yeah. all of a sudden Bang um, This is a League 2 fixture Queen's Park 1 Stirling Albion 0 It's a top of the table clash I think I think it's first against second Um Darryl Meggett with the own goal So Queen's Park are looking favourites to win that division anyway And this would certainly strengthen their cause We've got a penalty at Oakle View And it's for Kilmarnock Remember we're a bit behind on that one There was a head knock earlier on uh, But we do have a penalty and to Lafferty. Kilmarnock And um, Lafferty is going to step up and take it What a signing he's been so far um, We mentioned earlier Scottish Cup winner with Rangers back in 2009 What can he do for Kilmarnock this afternoon? You backing him? Yeah. All day long yeah. And the reason being Is he is a International <laughs> Please tell me so He's missed <laughs> um, Stenhouse Muir manager Davy Irons Booked for protesting The decision So there's a bit of a delay there mm. But Kyle Lafferty Won't mind that Small team mate Davy Irons, Irons. Yeah. 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 Davey, yeah He was at Falkirk A hundred years ago with me um, Still waiting yeah, A bit of a delay Not sure what's happening it, it, Did Davy Irons Not have to serve a suspension When he got to Stenhouse Muir From a previous offence From mm, years his ago, previous I club Yeah right? I think so yeah for being pretty vocal Here we go Kyle Lafferty Goal flashes With top scaffolding For all your scaffolding needs Yeah it's a low finish And he makes no mistake Stenhouse Muir nil, Kilmarnock 1 Which means in, Certainly in our featured games I can't promise this Across the board Although I'm looking at the rest of them Dundee St Johnson Livy Wraith Air Clyde Stenhouse Muir Kilmarnock Hamilton, St Mirren, Fort Martin, Motherwell, Dundee United, Partick All the away sides pretty much oh. are, are ahead for some reason There's bound to be a couple that are going to prove that theory wrong But the away teams are enjoying their I afternoon I have to say, Partick Thistle are all over Dundee yeah. United uh, If you're Mickey Mellon, you're not impressed by your team in the first 37 minutes of the game That's for sure Thistle and goal up And they are far and away the better of the two teams What <laughs> you call a cooking buster, Hugh, I think Oh, so El- far Elgin's just going into the lead here, right? Against Annan 1 0, and it's Tony Dingwall. And he he remonstrates to me and go That's another one I try to sign. <laughs> I, did, I did try to sign him, but is the it, excuse did, did was anybody, always Did anybody sign for you? No, he was, he was uh, based up north and he didn't right? want to come down. So that's that's a level you're dealing with. <laughs> you know, you have, to, you have to factor in travel arrangements for, for players People, at that yeah. level. And, you know, can he get a train three hours? To train at Grangemouth on a, a Monday night mm, Honestly I don't think so I don't usually feel sorry for you guys It's an occupational hazard um, But you, you do get some sticks So see the guy that spotted you in the Morrison's, uh, the Morrison's toilets He's yeah. back on and he goes um, It's calling his name as he says uh, Thanks for asking him I knew it was him Tell him I don't like the colour of his car He's giving my car a Sorry Colin you'll, you'll let me run the next one by Colin Listen, wow. uh, well, well, Where's that? Where's that what, advertisement for the car company I did? Maybe he could change he my car for me. Yeah. Honestly. I hope, I, guy, my I, car. Hope here. I hope he didn't follow you home. Toilet, car. Ah, well. Colin, you never know. Can worry about you these days. 
Yeah, so there we go. No such problem for Lord Lift over here. He's yeah, never had to trouble yes, himself yes. about the colour of I, cars. I, I have to say, Mark Wilson's car is excellent for a lift. It's a lovely colour. Uh, Alec Ray as well, beautiful interior. Which one? Which one do you prefer? Uh, that well, that would be wrong of me to draw <laughs> to cut off a any line sort of between lift. the two of you. We're all in the, the team that stays together. Yeah. Doesn't mention each other's car Drives team together, talk together. Um, Every now and then you stumble across someone who, who doesn't know I was speaking to my brother-in-law this morning um, well, The subject of cars, how did it come up again? I can't remember anyway And um, he didn't know that, that you didn't drive This was this was new information and the usual question But how, 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 does, he get, how does he get to games? How does he get about? And I said, well, they call him Lord Lift for a for very good reason <laughs> Because he's he's prolific, absolutely prolific. At I, it. I, I couldn't think about not driving, especially the career that y- you've had and your job and going uh-huh. here, there, and everywhere. But how I've have been, you survived? Because Lord Lift, Lord Lift, I've been in the cars of many famous people. Yeah, yeah. So you could write a book in that one day. Yeah, yeah. the the people who has given you lifted a lift. and yeah, who is the most famous person that's given you a lift? And do not say Mark Wilson or Alex Ray. Listen. At the time, the Lord Provost of Glasgow was in here one time in the George Bowie program in the morning, and I and I Who? said, I missed that because producer Callum was talking to me. The Lord Provost of Glasgow. No way you so, got left off it. So the official car is outside. <laughs> the roller. Uh, was that Rolls Royce ladies? With the the boy with the hat. Chauffeur. The yep. The whole business. Tell me you didn't get in. I did. <laughs> George Bowie will confirm oh. the veracity of this story. I travelled. I said, "Can you drop me off at the Daily Record office?" No way. And they did. Yeah. That's I'm, brilliant. I'm still not having that. I think Mark Wilson and Alex Ray are more famous than the Lord <laughs> Provost of Glasgow. But it is a good story. I don't good. mind you. that. I mean, I have told you before. A, a, a former Clyde One Super Scoreboard reporter who remained nameless um, went to Dingwall for a Hamilton Ackies game. Interviewed Martin Canning after it and said, "Martin, any chance he left home in the team bus?" Yeah. <laughs> And they said yes exactly. And he went and sat In the one wee seat You know you know that one seat Next to the yes. driver yeah. And he sat yeah. there Imagine the, As a player What what would your reaction Have been if some Random guy he's Gets he's on he's the up. bus oh, oh hold on We've got another one of these Goal flashes With top scaffolding For all your scaffolding needs For Martin Nil Motherwell 2 And it's Jordan Roberts Just before the break That is an extra sigh of relief That you would imagine uh, should be that um, Unless something spectacular happens in the second half For Martinelle, Motherwell 2 Jordan Roberts Jordan Roberts' story continues to fascinate me Hugh Because he is a Hearts winger on loan oh. Up a division At a time when Hearts wingers are getting dogs abuse For their performances Well, uh, the Hearts supporters who have called here recently uh, There was one last weekend who was fantastic uh, On the subject of the, the Brora defeat uh, and they all point at one thing um, Recruitment has been bad And the idea of letting someone go To a higher division uh, Is just bizarre uh, When Hearts could be doing With the good players that they have So Robbie Nielsen's got a lot of stick recently uh, As has Anne Budge uh, So not an easy time for Andy Halliday to beat Tynecastle He's injured I think He's not involved Today, I think it was a, maybe a, a beat the pundit injury, a paper cut from Wednesday night. He's struggling to get over it, so uh, not involved. 
Um, That's a common thing in here. You remember he says uh, the Dazzler had a hand problem. He a did. Oh, it's a terrible yeah. hand problem he had. I did hear beat the pundit the other night. What and I say, you said, yeah, they've been unbeaten, both of them. Andy's never lost. Yeah. And Stephen McGinn, we don't have him as often, but in all the times that he's been on previously, he's oh. never lost either. So the yeah. two of them together the other night. Couple of stats. Yeah, How did they do in the full time ah, teaser? It. Did they? Yeah. Um, on your favourite Scottish Cup away days, I think I was at this one. Uh, working Fadge says Hibs at Tynecastle in 2016, 2 0 down, 10 minutes away from making it 115 years. Thanks, Robbie Nielsen. He says, I think I was working at that one. I remember the late, uh, the late comeback. Um, that game we're talking about that is in the championship yes. today Dunfermline nil, Hearts nil mm. uh, at the break keep them coming just like I'll just read his full name this time just in case anyone thought I said something different it was Callum McFadgen was the full name uh, so <laughs> send, send, send them in send them in please your favourite Scottish Cup away day and why right Hugh Evans, I think it's that time mm. of the day where we announce the winner the first half teaser with Sunday's Scottish Sun. Free goals, pull out, plus Davy Province, Frank and Fearless Column. No. Ooh, sitter for Partick Thistle Ooh. almost made it to Brian Graham. Uh, Woody from Toy Stories Lookalike <laughs> Has just missed from uh, Three yards oh. On you go Hugh Anyway Since season 2000-2001 Five Danish players Have won the top flight In Scotland They are Eric Sviachenko Peter Lovenkranz yes. Ulrich Lorsen Tommy Gravison yes. And Morten Vighorst oh. Brilliant Great effort on the teaser <laughs> Terrible effort in the studio <laughs> Wilson and Ray Were absolutely no, 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 terrible no, no, at that. No, um, the podium looks like this Scott Connie in third place Well done to you Scott Stephen Bissett in silver medal position Well done Stephen And the winner is that man Mikey He's a good quizzer Is Mikey He's the winner Stephen Bissett and Scott Connie on there as well We've got one of these before the break It's a good time to score as the cliche goes yeah. Goal flashes With top scaffolding For all your scaffolding needs hey, Kilmarnock have scored again See if you can guess who it was that scored There we go Very predictable <laughs> His second And Kilmarnock's second What are the chances right, of all these games How many games are on this afternoon? What did I say? 13 or something? Yes. The first half time whistle Gordon DL He's on track to get home early That's what he'll, yeah. be, he'll be thinking yeah, He's yeah, probably yeah. told the ref Listen I'm wrap I'm it, up. Um, it is half time Livy Wraith Gordon what's that first half been like? Yes, and Livingston are on track to go out the Scottish Cup in this performance this afternoon, but all credit must go to Wraith Rovers. They've been absolutely fantastic. The football, the brand of style they've played has been terrific. John McGlynn must be over the moon. Uh, they again at half-time 1-0 up, and uh, it's a well-deserved lead because they have totally dominated the Midlay Park from start to finish in this first 45 minutes. You've got guys in there like Henry, Spencer, you know, Vaughan. They're just, they look like Premier League players. I've got to say they've been absolutely terrific and they took the lead in 14 minutes it's a free kick just on the edge of the box it's a tight angle they put the big men up they were looking maybe to put the ball in Vaughan decided not I'm going to take McCrory on and beat him his near post absolutely terrific after that they just passed Livingston off the pitch Livingston have offered absolutely nothing there was claims of a penalty kick when the ball went in the box Forrest got it first Davison went in with a harsh tackle but Bobby Madden refused to give the penalty kick I thought it was the right decision but apart from that it's been all Ray Throvers chance after chance and Tomalty just right at the end there nearly made it a 2-0 going in at half time with a terrific drive and a great save from McCrory 
the League Cup runners-up have got a lot to do and David Martindale must be absolutely disgusted with the performance but John McGlynn on the other hand will be over the moon and if this continues then Wraith Rovers will go into the Scottish Cup next round so here at Tony Macaroni Stadium at half time it is Livingston now Wraith Rovers 1 uh, Before he gets tucked into that complimentary Easter egg let's hear from Fraser at Hamilton St Mirren Hamilton Aki's nil, St Mirren one, no need for the Easter egg, Gordon, it's been an entertaining 45 minutes since ahead, but the only real surprise is that they're not further ahead, they should have scored more, especially in the first half hour when they completely dominated the game, but Aki's came back into it towards the break and Brian Rice will know that this game could have been out of reach for his side, St Mirren were terrific in the early stages, passing the ball really well, excellent movement and pace up front and scored the opener in four minutes, it was a lovely finish by who else, Jamie McGrath, he received a throw in inside the box, the ball just sat up nicely, and he lifted the ball over Ryan Fulton from 16 yards on the angle. It's a fantastic composed finish by the midfield player. Fulton just watched the ball as it went, made its way into the back of the net. Two minutes later, almost two for Saints and for McGrath. Clever turn and shot from 20 yards, a low save to his right by Fulton. Also at Murn at this point, McCarthy shot over, Dermis was close, the dipping free kick. Jay McGrath again tested Fulton. Then it was John Obika who was outstanding in the first half that came into it. He pulled a shot wide from the edge of the box, made more time than he thought. He should have really hit the target. And then he was foiled by an excellent save by Fulton. A lovely pass by Erehon inside left. The keeper was quickly off his line to block Obika's shot. And all in, that was only the first 25 minutes. The game could be over by then. Saints were so dominant. Then uh, Aki said a wee spell when they came into it. Their first effort at goal came after 25 minutes. Unlikely source. Right back Lee Hodson with a fierce shot. An excellent tip over by Anik. And then there was a wee bit of pressure on the Sitman goal for once. Odefan curled a shot just wide. The tempo had gone out of Saints game when Callahan had a couple of efforts. He shot straight at Anik with a free kick and then pulled a good chance inside the box well wide of goal but Saints are still more likely to score Obika up front again almost coming close to putting it out of reach for Hamilton Ackes he was outstanding strong and quick but no more goals in that first 45 minutes but Jim Goodwin he will know his team are playing well but he's reminding his players that they were ahead at half time two weeks ago but ended up drawing the match with a late goal from Ackes they're never out of Ackes half time here Hamilton Ackes Nelson Murn 1 it's half time everywhere Let's keep going around the grounds then Roger Hanna Is it Dundee United Partick Thistle Is there a shock in the cards there Roger? There may well be Gordon Dundee United nil. Partick Thistle won at the break The Jags are unrecognisable In their 1921 Scottish Cup tribute kit And they're unrecognisable as a third tier team This afternoon they have completely outclassed Their Premiership hosts They're in the lead and they should be out of sight It's a terrific performance from start to finish And Ian McCall's only complaint so far Can be, not, can be that they're not further Clearly the penalty appeal after 17 minutes McCall going crazy on the touchline Berating the standside linesman she Gordon bust through, he went in for a ball with goalkeeper Dennis Memon, he hit the deck, the ball broke loose, but referee Stephen McLean and the linesman waved away the pleas from the visitors. A couple of minutes later, a set-piece delivery into the box, bounced around, Mohamed Niang reacted quickly with a header, he just couldn't quite get enough purchase on it, and it was somehow smuggled out of the six-yard box. United have barely been seen as an attacking threat, they did have a break midway through the half, Ian Harks and Lawrence Shanklin leading the charge, ball got moved to Mark McNulty, but his shot was woefully off target and it really just summed up a dismal first half performance by Mickey Mellon's side and it deservedly fell behind after 25 minutes, a long throw from the right by Kieran McKenna it was flicked on at an air post, I think actually Giandro Fuchs, the United midfielder it was who got the final touch, it fell beautifully for Scott Tiffany and the on loan wing 
winger from Livingston put his header past Mehmet for 1-0 and there was no more than Thistle deserved at that stage and he could have been out of sight before the break Gordon breaking down the right hand side after a slick passing move after 44 minutes got to the byline a lovely cross it took out Mehmet and the United defence Brian Graham slid in at the back post or just waiting on the net to bulge but somehow the ball went the wrong side of the net they were undeterred Thistle they pushed forward again and in stoppage time at the end of the first half another chance Darren Brownlee he had a long speculative free kick from inside his own half somehow the United defence just left it to each other it bounced high Gordon got there first he lifted a shot over Mehmet and it just drifted the wrong side of the far post the Jags have been terrific United need to shake themselves into life the United nil Partick Thistle 1 It's also half time between Stenhouse Muir and Kilmarnock Andrew McLean Yes, yeah, Stenhouse Muir nil, Kilmarnock 2 and a Kyle Lafferty double has Tommy Wright's side in a comfortable position at half-time and any thoughts of a cup shock seem very far off now. Kilmarnock have been dominant throughout but they struggled to really trouble Stenhouse Muir goalkeeper Paddy Martin from open play early on. Three minutes in, Ross Millen found Kyle Lafferty with a cross to the back post but the striker headed that one over. Then a minute later, Millen whipped in another cross from the right. This time it was Mitch Pinnock's header that landed on the roof of the net. Fifteen minutes in, uh, Mitch Pinnock's corner was headed just wide by Kyle Lafferty. Pinnock then had an effort himself. This one on the left side of the box was flashed just across the face of goal. There was a stoppage in play as well. A bit of a worry, a clash of heads between Zek Medley and Mark McGuigan. Zek Medley had to be taken off. Mark McGuigan carried on with a head bandage. Kilmarnock kept on pushing and eventually were gifted the chance to go ahead 37 minutes in. Kyle Lafferty, he went to chest down a long ball into the box from Gary Dicker and as he did so, he just got a nudge in the back, he went to ground, referee Greg Aitken pointed to the spot Stenhouse Muir boss David Irons he wasn't happy about it, he was booked for protesting but it was Kyle Lafferty to step up and it was never in doubt, a low finish into the bottom corner to make it 1-0 Paddy Martin then saved a couple of Mitch Pinnock efforts before Lafferty then got his and Kilmarnock second before the break, they worked the ball into the box, it was laid off to Lafferty and it was a good low right footed finish into the bottom corner, now 5 in 5 for him in a Kilmarnock shirt and he's still got 45 minutes today to improve on that the half time score at Oakleview is Stenhouse Beer 0 Kilmarnock 2 and it's also half time between Fort Martin and Motherwell how's that one been going Dave Galloway half time at North Lodge Park for Martin United 0 Motherwell 2 Motherwell dominant in possession as you would expect but it was uh, for Martin who carved out a pretty decent opening early on in this one Woods header saved uh, by Kelly the visitors turned up the pressure Roberts drive from the edge of the D after a good passing move found the side netting he headed a lawless crossover and Long had a shot charged down on the edge of the box the deadlock was broken after 34 minutes of ball upfield misjudged by the keeper and Long fired into the empty net six minutes later it was 2-0 across from the left wasn't dealt with by the home defence and Roberts slammed the ball home for Martin very plucky very hard working but Motherwell pretty comfortable at the interval for Martin nil, Motherwell 2 Give you a full roundup of those halftime scores next Scottish football's league leader This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson and Alex Ray are in the studio We've got the top team all around the grounds Keeping you up to speed on what's been happening In the first half of those Scottish Cup ties Remember they're all spread out across uh, this weekend But uh, today The early game finished And Barton nil, Aberdeen 1 At half time It's Dundee nil, St Johnston 1 Dundee United nil, Partick Thistle 1 East Fife nil, Morton nil, 4 for 1 Edinburgh City 2 Fraserburgh 2 Montrose 2 
Hamilton Ackies nil, St Mirren one, Livingston nil, Wraith Rovers one, Air United nil, Clyde one, Fort Martin nil, Motherwell two, Brora Rangers one, Stranraer nil, Stenhouse Muir nil, Kilmarnock two, and later on Celtic Falkirk this evening. The second half's all coming up next. The team with the biggest support in Glasgow and the West. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard.